With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're going to buy Diamond Sports Group. That is our goal. I know we don't, uh, I know only about 120 of you listen to this podcast, but um, I think Josh, Ryan, myself, and Nick, if we pool all our assets together, we can, we can save Bally uh, Sports. Maybe not for all 19 teams uh, out there, but we can definitely save the Cardinals, don't you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we can, can buy it. If you can't afford, I think we should ask for money. Yeah. And I think if you can't give us money, just cancel your subscription. That will drive the price down. Yes. Mm. Like, so it's, like we only it. need $9 billion is what a quick Google um, showed me the Diamond Sports Group. So, okay. So, so, so what's the math on that? If, if like every listener gave like $100 and then they got like, Five listeners, yeah, yeah, or, or five other people. So us, you know, a hundred dollars. Uh, How long would that take? A hundred and twenty of our listeners, who, and let's be honest, um, you know, a hundred twenty of our listeners who don't uh, give money to our Patreon, not because they don't want to or they see how silly it is, but because it's not asking for the right amount. Okay, if you're gonna ask for the business. You need to really sell the product, okay? And what I think we should do is we should change our Patreon to, um, let's see. Um, we'd have to buy out Diamond Sports Group's debt, which is about $8.5 billion. We have 120 listeners. We just need about $71,000 from each of you. That's all we need. That, that, that math is incorrect. It has to be. Right? Just 70. That's. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, my bad. There's like four other zeros in there. Give me a sec. Um, okay, guys. I know. I know we don't have. I know Ryan, you know, you guys think maybe he's being a buzzkill, but it's not. I We were incorrect. It's not a small investment of 71,000. Um, it's only just a small investment of um, seventy-one million. That's what we need from you guys. So, <laughs> listen, we're just we're just saying seventy-one million a piece from. And in turn, you you get the Cardinals games for free. For free. That's what we'll yeah. give out. And uh, yeah, as, power to the people. As much six-dollar Redbird cash as you want. Um, mm-hmm. you can get Brad Thompson to say whatever you want him to say on the air. Uh, yeah, the card we'll make score him, we'll make him every read. single day. Yeah, we'll. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And on the run of mobile, they score six every day. They score. We will um, force 
They score six every day. Uh, you guys get free coffee on the run for as long as you're alive. Um, and also, uh, with this investment, I know it's a lot of money. Okay, but like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta break. You can't make an omelet about breaking a few eggs, right? You gotta invest. You gotta mm-hmm. give. Okay, these are the calico, these yeah. are calico pants days. All right, you know, um, if you do this. Hey, one we, second, guys. Hold that door! Hold that door! Hold that door! <laughs> okay. Sorry. If uh, you, uh, I yelled so- it at some, yeah. someone today. <laughs> <laughs> if you give us $71 million, we'll fire Jim Edmonds for you. In fact, we'll Ooh. call him no. in the room and you can do it, you can do it yourself. Yeah. I, I think for a certain amount of money, we'll make him read your tweets about him live <laughs> on air. <laughs> we'll have what if we did like the Shia are... LaBeouf thing with like the art piece where he put a bag over his head and just had a group of people just come in and say mean shit to him mm-hmm. just one after the other that, I think that could be very powerful we'll also um, with your investment um, uh, rehire Dan McLaughlin and uh, the capacity that we'll have him in is going to be drunk driving expert we're going to get uh, the next round of broadcasters. We're going to get them trained up. That's what we're going to do. Or better yet, have them. He's, Danny's going to teach them to write a good apology letter. Okay. That's that's what your $71 million can get with with Worst Fans Holdings Company. We're going to. If we're going to save this. We're going to save Cardinals baseball. It's at the brink. We're going to pull it back, baby. If you give us one hundred and forty-two million dollars, then you can be our drunk Fred Bird mascot. Our scary. You can be scary Fred Bird, and the laws don't apply to you. You're a bird. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) You're you're just a bird. Bird law is only real in TV shows, not in reality. Okay, the human law doesn't apply to you. You are a giant bird. So. What if they even doubled that, and then we could actually buy another team's TV rights? Like we could buy the Mets guys, and then we can the make Mets. every fucking episode. We can make every game through like a cartoon filter, and he's fucking Bronx, <laughs> or sorry, Queens. Fucking idiots are gonna be like, "What the fuck is this? I ain't watching no game through no goddamn cartoon." You know? Um, well, if we if it's eight and a half million dollars, we're buying all of. The Diamond Sports Group. So we'll have all of the Bally oh. teams, the Southeast, the Pacific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so no, there's, no, I can't. There's a Pacific. It. There's a. Um, I think that includes. We'll have the Brewers. Mm-hmm. I think the Reds are the the Braves are on there. The Braves are Southeast. Okay. Oh, the Braves thing would be um, fun. We'll also have hockey. We have to, you know. We're gonna we're gonna have to juggle yeah, more than one. Hockey sport. will be free. We have to ju- juggle more than one sport. Um, I don't know. Uh, this bit's gone on forever. Uh, we are gonna buy it though. We are. It's worthless. Um, MLB is apparently looking to possibly uh, stepping in, and if teams terminate their contracts, they will broadcast games on the MLB network. I think that'd be great in terms of ending the blackout. Uh, but um, I don't think that's going to happen. It's assuming it does. <laughs> well, like, Diamond Sports Group is, by designation, propped up to fail. Like, 
the amount of debt it took on from from Fox was huge. They needed backing from Sinclair, but Sinclair didn't want to throw in their name and be liable for that amount of debt, so they made a shell company, and this is what we have. Um, yeah, uh, I think it was kind of designed to eat this amount of debt. I'm trying to figure out how the MLB owners who are who are attached to this are gonna come out ahead, because I know they're gonna come out ahead on this. We're set. Aren't to the make... Dewitts like invested in it? Yeah, they have like thirty percent invested into 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 uh, into Bally. Um, they have a contract that's paying them. Uh, last year was sixty six million, and the next few years it's seventy, and eventually increasing to eighty million. And you know that's. That's sizable. That's a sizable chunk of cash uh, for your team. So, I don't know. Well, they'll they'll find a way to make more money. Yeah. When this all collapses. Well, I mean, like, especially if MLB steps in to, um, I guess, do the equivalent of a government bailout in baseball terms, because they would just take that, um, take those games, and then they would sell them the cable packages and just uh, air them air them on the MLB network for um, people that don't have cable, which they should have been doing all the time. Um, we, you know, not, I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think MLB, I think MLB.com, the early C app when it comes to watching games works pretty well. I'll tell you what <coughs> doesn't work really well is Bally's app. That thing sucked. Um, it does. Oh, not- my favorite thing about Bally's app is when you're watching a game and they they put their like like uh, you know show show coming back or whatever that like that ringing and it's like a spinning circle and it's like red and it's like commercial break in progress. Yep. And, and got nothing, then man. it's just that, and then it's like 15 minutes and then you're like, oh, I need to refresh the app. I've missed 15 minutes of the game because the <laughs> app fucked up. Like. <laughs> It sucks. Let's just be honest. It um, it sucks. I am very proud of the Post Dispatch, though. Um, they actually finally got around to writing a nice piece about it. So good for them. Um, it's more than just you know being, you know, creaming our jeans over Jordan Walker, or sniffing every fart that comes out of the front office. You know, finally someone got around to thinking. You know what? We should maybe report on these implications and uh, see and ponder what might happen to the future of baseball in St. Louis, at least when it comes to being able to view it. So, good on the post. Very happy. Um, yeah. Uh, Super Bowl ended. Pitchers and catchers reported. So, I, I guarantee no one's, you know, the players are don't really give a shit about the Bally thing. Um, what have we noticed? What has been the one thing baseball writers have been dying to show us every every other minute, it seems like, since uh, they got the spring Fucking training? Fucking Moises. Moises Gomez's dump Wrong. truck of an ass and his Jordans. No. That's I, all they've been Tom, talking about. No, Ryan knows the answer. What is the Bob Nightingale? It's very... Yeah, what is... <laughs> it's very serious um, because last night... Someone threw a large base through my window. Um, <laughs> I think I think it was Jeff Jones, and I think he, it was 
driving away and flipping the bird. Um, and he said, the big bases are here! And then he just <laughs> threw it through my window. Yeah, I, uh, I always thought they should add a fifth base out in center field, but I guess compromises are compromises. The bases are bigger. And every baseball writer has to have the bases on top of each other, missionary style, uh, to show how big they are. They're so big. They did professional photos. They all huddled around second base, and they put a base on top. I, this is not good. I, this is going to be a great season. I already have a good vibe about it. Right? We have bigger bases. We have the pitch clock. Luis Garcia can't do that fucking dumb, stupid rock the baby wind up anymore. Base. I, I already. Yeah. I already know that there's going to be a storyline. <laughs> Of, like, so many people are going to trip over these bases. And by, like, like they're going to be like, well, in 2021, only eight people tripped over the bases. But this year, 36 people have tripped over the bases. And that's, it's just, then we're going to be like, well, they should never change the game. We're going to have those people. Uh, too many people are tripping out uh, there. We should never change whole... the game. Like the time we integrated the leagues. Remember when we changed the game then? <laughs> Remember when we we made the DH? Remember then? I, uh, I you know. I... Our, our grandkids will see little bases marry big bases. <laughs> and it'll be... <laughs> It'll be beautiful. How do we explain this to my how do I explain this to my son Anthony Jr. and Anthony Jr. Jr., okay? <laughs> Small bases with big bases. Are you telling me that you think it's morally acceptable for a base four inches larger than a than a regular base? And I do mean regular. These new large bases, they're freaks of nature, okay? They're 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 defiance. Uh, they're 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 defying God's will. How am I going to explain to my children that Pete Rose ran on little underage bases for so long, and now we have these big bases? How do I tell my kids? How do I look them in the eye and tell them the truth about that? I'm just, I'm just glad that they're finally admitting that four inches is big, dude. Yeah, you know? I'm halfway oh, there. Yeah. I'm halfway there. Um, you know, halfway <laughs> to stealing your girl's base, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Hi, Poppy. They uh, codify that account. Uh, did like uh, ran? Uh, they had some numbers on minor leagues because you know it's the the MLB's guinea pig. Uh, and stolen base numbers are super through the roof down there. And we're a team that likes to run. So, big bases. They're good. We like them because our team benefits from them. can probably expect to see, I don't know, if you think, like, you know, let's say we get a healthy season from everyone. I mean, you know, O'Neal will get 20 swipes. Tommy might get 40. I mean, bigger bases and all, you know. Um Donnie will probably steal about 10 bases. I mean, we can run. Definitely have the advantage. Yeah. We have a team built built with that in mind. So, How how do you feel about the pitch clock as it relates to bases being stolen? Um, what do you mean? Because like, um, some people think because of the pitch clock, people will be able to time their base stealing. 
I guess, like with the pitch clock. I guess. But I think um, that's the same. I guess. But like that's. I mean, we want more stolen bases, though, right? Right. But I mean, the I just the argue my argument against that is the pitches are on the same t- time clock, so they will know at the latest second they could try to pick you off. Yeah. Or like it'll be it'll be a kind of a negating. I don't know. I feel like that will negate. Well. Each other. I mean, you know, it's all about jumps, right? But I mean, you may see more pick off or pick out. Fuck, ah, more pitch outs, um, especially like when the last like you know two or three seconds, you probably see more slide steps. Um, there's, I cannot wait for poor Giovanni Gallegos to balk in a winning run, or have or ha- get demoted down to middle relief or long relief. After his fifth balk early in the season, because this is gonna—it's gonna happen. Some guys are really not gonna do well adjusting to this early on. But I mean, you know, I—I I like the pitch clock. I love baseball. I fucking hate it when it goes on forever. Like, um, you know, we have the extra inning rule, which I love. I hate twenty inning games. If you love twenty inning games, and I don't mean like. 20 inning games, if there is one, where, got, where teams are scoring, you know. But, like, 20 inning games, like, when we played the Diamondbacks, like, three or four years ago. You remember that game? It was like Fowler struck out, like, five times. Yachty struck out four times. It went on forever. All right? Just this past postseason, we had the Guardians-Mariners uh, game that was just... Oh, no, that was Astros-Mariners, no but yeah. No, you know, yeah, that is okay. fine in a postseason sense. Okay, like that, because that was the that, uh, that was the series clinching game that the Astros won. Um, that level, uh, that you're locked in the entire time. It is it is a do or die for for Seattle. So like, I'm okay with the extra inning rule being you know traditional in the playoffs. I'm not okay with it when. You have two teams that are 10 or 15 games under 500. Or you have teams that are just off, let's say, a doubleheader. Or just on, like, you know, they played, like, 10 games in a row. And then they have to play this shit. And we also have the new position player rules. Now, it doesn't really affect for extra innings. So, but still. Why why does a regular season game need to be going on that long? I mean... The Ghost Runner, I think, is a great thing. I've always been in support of it. These guys already play a have a heavy workload as it is. Can you imagine, like, you know, a pivotal stretch in the season, and you're just totally butt fucked because you had to waste like your entire bullpen for one fucking game that went like 22 innings or 18 innings or 19 innings. And I get it, you know, it's the attrition of the sport, but like, come on, I rather like these things, those kind of streaks. That kind of, you know, a pivotal season and crucial moments be dictated by the play itself and not from just, you know, tired teams providing anemic offense against stalwart pitching for five, six fucking hours. It's just, and also it's not healthy. Like, you remember Mike Maroth, Ryan, Josh? That's a guy. You remember Mike Maroth? I do. He was ass. We had him pitch like six or seven innings where he gave up 10 or 11 runs because the previous game we had like a 17, 18 inning uh, game in 2007. That's not fucking fun for anyone. Like, 
you know, a day after like a, a 30 inning game or whatever, Adam Wainwright comes out and throws a shutout. Cool. The bullpen still kind of fucked for the rest of the week. So I think it's a yeah. smart move in terms of health. Um, if people, I'll say this, if you guys want the old school method, you know, give us 30 man rosters, you know, allow guys to carry more pitchers. Yeah, that's why I would say. Well, I do yeah. respect your uh, consistency. You know, being as pro labor as you are politically. Yeah, it's like, hey, don't make the fucking guys work extra, and if you do, you make it a little easy on them. You at least like the uh, ghost runner is the equivalent of like five pizza parties, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> it, like it's still like it still sucks. You got to work late, but you know at least you don't have to buy dinner. You know. Yeah. Um. Working sucks. Let's get that, you know, we've always been a pro uh, fuck your job podcast. If you love your job, please listen to anyone else. Uh, I don't, I can, how many jobs do you think are out there that, like, you can really be enamored by? Like, I hate my job, and my job affords me a comfortable living. Like, I, any, any. I think if we made, I think if we made money doing this, I would fucking hate it. I eventually, still... yeah. No, no shit. Eventually, eventually it would be yeah. a job, and I would say, fuck, I gotta talk to Tom and fucking Josh. Oh, God, I wish like, there was an yeah. easier way for us to get that $71 million. I'd suck a dick. Oh, God, please. <laughs> one of our one of our, one of of our, our listeners, one of our communist listeners on the West Coast, please, $71 million will suck your dick, okay? We don't want to do... We don't want to. We don't want to hear Nick do his anti-New York Mets bias again. Please, God, he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> accuse Alonzo of the thing again. We all know what it is. We all know he did it too. But you know, bygones be bygones. All right. Wouldn't that be funny? We didn't we already do this bit like the uh, the Stephen King series we we're watching, right? What? Josh. Oh, the 112263, yeah. the JFK thing. Yeah, and like, did we joke? Like, he goes back and he stops JFK's assassination, but he comes back in the world to hellhole. Like, oh! I mean, because that, yeah, that's how it ends. Yeah, yeah and I'm, and like, or better yet, the whitest kids you know sketch where it's Trevor and Sam have a time machine, I think, and they're like, we gotta, we're gonna go back and stop 9 11. And they come back from stopping 9 11. It was like, yeah, dude, I just beat up that that guy in the bathroom and said, here, you, you fucking suck it, dude. And then they look, and the fo- there's a family photo of Trevor and his, fa- and, his, and his parents and siblings, and his sister's not in it. And they're like, whoa, dude, stopping 9-11 must have mean your sister was never born. And they go, <gasps> you know what this means? We have to go back and save 9-11. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like what if Pete Ta- or Pete Townsend? What if Pete Alonso didn't take those towers down? I think is uh, is the thing. Okay, what if yeah. what if we went back and stopped them? Then you know, and the truth came. Then the you know those towers would still be there. Okay, Nick's not here. You guys could tell uh, he's doing. Um, I don't know. He's recording recording new band stuff. They have some shows coming up. Um, what else is there to get to before we do the list? We made fun of oh, Pakoda, um, baseball perspectives. Yeah. yeah, they have their um, they have their thing. They have their standings out. They have their their. Uh, yep. Um, Pakoda Hudson. I'll tell you this: if I, you know, if I if I was really into sports gambling, they have the White Sox going winning seventy eight games and missing the postseason, and 
I, <laughs> I, I put money on that. Yeah, I put money on that. Um, they have they have repeated my meme I've always said about the Texas Rangers, which is that they'll only win seventy eight games despite having a, a massive payroll. Uh, guys, we talked about the rule changes and the game getting better. Baseball is healing, but Jacob Degrom is not. So. Guess what? He's got tightness. He's a little sore right now, and you know what that means. Sixty day IL. See him in July. Yeah. Oh God, Jacob, why, why, man, why? Jacob, it was nice. You know, let's let's pour one out for Jacob Degrom's first let's half. It, yeah. Um, yeah. Spill it on the ground. Let's go through all the highlights of the first half of the season for Jacob Degrom. All right, I will remember you. you. Will you remember? <laughs> and it's just photos of him just at home in a big body cast in a bubble. They have him in like they have him like Bubble Boy. They're just worried he's so fragile he might break. I like it. Um, Steven Strasburg is hurt more. Also, it's not hurt again. He's just house. always hurt. He's just always hurt. So. He hasn't pitched a full season since the World Series, but God damn it, he Greg Holland them. He got his bag, man. Thirty-five million a year to make. He's made I think like eight starts in the last three seasons. Good for you, Strasburg. He's got like four years remaining on this deal too. Yeah, at thirty-five million a year. Like, God, I wish I could make that much money doing nothing. Dude, I mean, God. what if you could do worse than nothing? Like Patrick Corbin, their other highly paid starting pitcher. <laughs> um, I don't get Pakoda because they said we were a 76-win team last year, which didn't make sense. This season, they have us a little bit better. They have us at 86 and 76. But they have the Milwaukee Brewers ahead of us. I don't get I don't get the fixation here. Um, I... Are you guys looking at the same one? They have us like point. They have the Brewers point one games ahead of us. Like they're both like eighty seven. Yeah, we're okay. like e- almost even, but the Brewers edged us out by a decimal do, point. Do yeah. you think they're penalizing both of us for being? We're playing <laughs> less of the NL Central and more of the uh, rest of the league. Oh yeah, it'll be that. I mean, if we were honest to God, if we played in the NL East or the NL West, this team would be fucked. Quite honestly, this team wouldn't snitch, uh, sniff a postseason. Um, I mean, here, let me go to this. Let me go to baseball reference because I was hypercritical of this because, yeah, you know, the NL Central doesn't fucking try like at all. Um, and that anytime we played against, you know, like real teams, you know, we fared horribly against them. Um, sub 500 against Atlanta, sub 500 against the Mets. We were sub against the Phillies. We were sub against the Dodgers. Uh, we had winning records as Padres, Giants, and the fucking Marlins. Good job. Good job, St. Louis. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't get the fixation on suddenly the Brewers turning this around. And, I mean, we took the division by seven games last season. We really pulled away in August. Like, I know why the Brewers are theirs because of their pitching, right? 
Like their pitching's supposed to be otherworldly. And, they yeah. they have the Brewers um, scoring 720 runs, so they have them being like top seven, top eight NL, and they weren't that. Um, pitching wise, they had the 13th best pitching staff last season, and their bullpen was 19th. Our bullpen was better than theirs. Their pitching is just as fucking mid as ours. I, I hate to say it. They have Corbin Burns, who rules. They have Brandon Woodruff, who rules. They have Devin Williams. Fucking rules. And guess what? They sucked so hard in the second half. That whole team. Like, think of it this way. So, you now know that last year they underperformed. And maybe we overperformed. Um, but... Last season, I think what you got is what you got with the Brewers in terms of pitching. You have some lights-out players, and then you have guys that could not handle uh, either big innings when they needed to or inherited runners or couldn't pitch deep or mismanagement by counsel. They got rid of their best outfielder, Hunter Renfro. They traded Hunter Renfro. Or, sorry, did they trade? God, my brain stopped. Did we? Or did they let him walk? Son of a bitch. I need to know this. I think they traded him. I think they traded him, too. Why is my brain not working? I had a good brain. Because isn't he, like, a racist? (laughs) Like, isn't that the rumor? I mean, they're all stupid and racist. Yes, sorry. They traded him to the Angels. He's been traded, like, like five times. Is what I mean. I'll look it up. I, You know what? Looking at his face, um, the guy definitely has, like, I have a pickup truck with truck nuts and a clan flag, uh, and a clan flag underneath the, the, the bed seat. Um, Renfro got bounced. He got traded to the Angels for, like, some relief pitching. He was their best outfielder, their second best player. Um, they got rid of Colton Wong. Um, they got rid of Manny Pena. They upgraded at catcher because they got William Contreras, who is excited to be a brewer. Um, they got rid of Colton Wong for fucking Abraham Toro and Jesse Winker. If anything, you know... Two, there's two possibilities here. This team is no better off than they were last year, or they suck a little bit more. How are they taking the division over a team that I would say the Cardinals have improved since I know it's you know you know frustrating uh, off season, but not having Andrew Kisner as your starting catcher and Yachty retiring and having him replace Wilson Contreras is fucking incredible. Okay, so we improved. How do you look at that and think, you know what, that's a wild card team. That's a second place NL Central team. I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't square with me. I don't know. And I, I hate, I hate to say this phrase, it gets said a lot, but like, getting Jack back is kind of like signing a, an you ace. Stop it. You, you know, stop like. It. <laughs> Jack's going to be good this year. Um, after... Let's see how he does in spring. Make sure he doesn't feel any tightness. Um, that shoulder in- injury. Um, I would say, you know, a lot of it's on him, and he's kind of owned that because he 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 never he said he never had to like make like a mechanical change in response to an injury like that before, and he thought it was just powering through, and it made things worse. Um, but, I mean, you know, front office still has to hang, like, uh, uh, some share of the blame here, right? Because they instituted the lockout, 
And then Jack went and talked to other doctors. He couldn't communicate with team doctors. And then he comes back, and it's kind of a little too late to diagnose him properly. And then he gets hurt. And we don't have that now. Um, I'm big on Jack this year. I think uh, I can see like a four a four war season out of him. I can see 160, 170 innings out of him before you know he uh, eventually goes back to Los Angeles. Am I right, fellas? Even though he's never said anything about going to. Um, Pakota got this right. The Cubs are going to win about 77 games. I agree with that. So, so. I don't know. Yeah, that might be generous, honestly. Stop stop jerking the Brewers off. They're not They're not that good. They're not that good. So, um, Not that guy, pal. Not a guy, pal. Like, I see the Brewers, how they're constructed, probably like 83 to 86 wins, and I probably see us like, 88 to 91, 87, 91 type of wins. Like, I see us as the division front runner. It, the only way, the, the Brewers either have to find a certain gear they've been lacking for the past few seasons, or, like, everything has to go wrong for us, is what I think. Um, what if they sign uh, Trevor Bauer? Oh, if they sign him, uh, they will actually perform worse. That would be kind of cool. Uh, I, would, I should say cool. Like, what team, what scumbag ownership would be like, you know what, I'm going to take a risk on Clevenger and Bauer. That's who I want on this team. It's going to bring more guys to the stadium. We get rid of all these chicks. That's why I, that's why I signed them. I want, I want more Barstool fans filling up my stadium is what I need. Hey, it's Rape Apologist Night here at the ballpark. First first 20,000, let's be honest, dudes through the front gate, they get a new alibi. Hey! <laughs> you know how on Christian night at the ballpark, they'll get, like, Kurt Warner or someone to do a talk? On uh, on on the rapist night, they get, like, Todd Aiken to do a special speech after Jesus the game. Jesus Christ, You yeah. can stay for Hey, the Trevor <laughs> like, Bauer uh, bobblehead. It's also a Pez dispenser for some roofies. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Hey. Oh, here we go. Details surface on Reddit of uh, Hunter, Hunter Renfro being racist. Oh! Man. I knew there was something to it. Well, it's a YouTube video. <clears throat> In what December of two... It's from iTalk Studios. Like, I need something to read. The rest of the, the, rest of the episode should just be us playing this video. Go ahead and play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Hey, guys, we're going to go to iTalk Radio, which is basically a, a, a fucking AI hosting a baseball show um there was another hunter renfro that was the are you sure you're not confusing this with hunter renfro the oakland raiders receiver who did blackface one time are you sure you're not there's another hunter renfro out there josh he is a football player no i think i'm thinking of the right one well you know like he, he's, he says he's a born-again Christian. He's a baseball player. I put, listen, I don't have any evidence for it. But I'm willing to go out on a limb and say you're right, Josh. You're 100% right. Uh, I think there's enough there, too. You know, I, you know, we get all of our facts straight here on the show. Yep. We get so them straight. We don't get them gay because we're sponsored by the Lance Berkman Heritage Foundation. <laughs> That's how we keep the show going, folks. 
We get transphobe money. We don't. We don't want to start any rumors. We're not about you know terrible takes here or anything like We've that. We've never had a terrible take, um, right? So yes, I would say. Oh, nope. nope, nope. We've never gotten anything wrong. No, not once. Yes, Monty Grandall thing nope. was a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Hunter Renfro's Hunter, Hunter, Hunter Renfro's racist. Let's just say that. Okay, maybe maybe he gets this and he comes on the pod and he's like, actually, I uh, just finished reading Dust Capital and uh, I am now volunteering for my local tenants organization and uh, I'm donating half my salary to Black Lives Matter. And then we would sit here in silence, be like, "Oh shit, boy, did we fuck up!" And then, then the record scratch plays. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how we got here. We decided to talk shit what? without the help of Nick Scarpacci, the ultimate shit gatherer. <laughs> oh man, what else we got before we move on to our, our right field? List? What, else we got? what Ryan just sent us. <laughs> what did Ryan send? when you nut she keeps sucking (laughs) oh my god ryan how old is he in that photo do you think oh that's what it's gonna be what actually think of it this way it's not late 80s um okay hold on on. men in black you're mine here okay think of that as nacho tori i just showed you this picture of this goofy fucking goomba all right. How, how old do you think this Goomba is that I just showed you? I mean, he he looks 52. Okay. But I I just looked it up, and I know he's probably about 30. Yeah, he's like 31. 31. <laughs> oh, God. You know, like, God, dudes back then, man, they didn't have the, the skin care that we have and everything, you know? It's just... Oh, they did not wear any sun, sunscreen while they played every day and... Right field, like, yeah. Just incredible. Fuck. Just incredible. Fuck! Fuck! Back when men were men. Piss on my balls! Anyway. Um. <laughs> oh, speaking of him, I've been getting into a bit of trouble lately. Oh. Um, Jordan Peterson had on a, uh, a, a, like, I guess like a feminist writer. I'm not sure. The clip I saw, he was talking about, um, like, women's liberation like you know second and third wave feminism and he was talking he of course had to bring up the uh, concept of uh, sexual violence and uh he said uh you know i'm all i totally sympathize and am all in favor of all in favor of eliminating that but and i'm going to push back here i'm like what do you mean push back against <laughs> there's less rapes now because women report it and honestly there's still a ton cops are just absolutely fucking worthless at doing anything about it but uh uh he uh hearkened it back to how uh young men um uh because women are now no longer viewed as property of their husband or their dad um young men uh they they sorry they lack guidance because there's no good man showing them how to behave appropriately whenever engaged with uh uh men that aren't their husbands or um or dads. He's really... He... You know, you can really just fucking say anything on the internet and make a million dollars, right? Like, like we're, we're gonna hit our... We're gonna hit a jackpot, I think. We're gonna get a jackpot with this podcast. Like, 
Like, we should ditch the left-wing labor stuff. And we should just give horrible advice to men, be absolute top Gs, and occasionally bring up WOBA. Okay, that's what we have to do. I think that's what our formula is. Yeah, that's why we're, we've stopped doing players, and we're going to do our top ten ways of getting <laughs> pussy tonight. Top, mm. top, ten yeah. way, top ten ways of getting pussy. Number one, threaten them. Number two, use your fists. <laughs> Number three, follow them home. <laughs> Number four, cut the phone lines. So. <laughs> God, I hope he dies in prison. Um... Anyway, yes, I've been a I've been a naughty boy as of lately, fellas, because of my uh, superior mental mind might has gotten me to step into some good old poutine, fresh from the caboose of a moose, if I might say, some real horse malarkey. <laughs> I have perhaps compared women to that as chattel property belonging to us my, uh, mighty mightyful men. When in fact, they just lack the ability to be able to learn and pick up on words and phrases without the guidance of a strong, a strong white man, perhaps a, a debonair, a, a, a man of culture like myself with his trilby hat and, and, his, and his heaven and hell jacket. Have you guys seen the heaven and hell jacket he has? I have, okay, yeah. before we yeah, go to the right, before we go to the right field thing, let me tell you, this is real, okay, and I know we've thrown around the term "gay" ubiquitously a lot here, but I am going to say it is the gayest thing ever. Um, the The jacket is half blue and half red. the uh, The blue portion is heaven, the red portion is hell. If he opens up the coat, um. You will see that heaven is, like, full of, like, bright blue and starlight. Like, you're looking at God, right? I gotta find this coat. You guys have to see it. I've seen I'm looking at it now. Um, yeah. Do you know what material it's made out of, Ryan? The heaven portion is made out of, out of sheep, and the hell portion is made out of goat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what those Serbian doctors. This did guy to me. is a ph- philosopher. He's a philosopher. He is a yep. Right? Yeah. He is. He's a thinker. This is something an eighth grader who <laughs> was way too into anime would think is fucking sweet. He. It feels like this guy caught. He's like a Batman villain. I look at. He's like Two Face. If Two Face was like ultra lame and like incel, okay. If Two Face was a 4chan poster, this is what it would be. Like the burnt side of his face is hell, and then the Harvey Dent is the heaven aspect of it. <laughs> this this guy thinks Buck Cherry is fucking awesome. This is Are they Canadian? Oh, Buck Cherry is awesome. Hold on, let me see if they're Canadian. <laughs> Buck Cherry. I know Buck Angel, he pissed people off. They're an American rock band. They are passable, but they do not hold a flame to the Canadian to the Canadian musical maestros that is Nickelback or the Guess Who or Three Doors Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't name Rush because Rush is just actually too good. Rush Objectively is great. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna God, I man. I do wanna I wanna meet him in real life and bully him. 
Did I tell you how I had a friend drag me to one of his talks in St. Louis a few years ago? No. Dude. So, he was going through a Peterson phase. He was trying to be a light and centrist, but he's way better now. And he took me to it, and it was incoherent. Uh, Dave Rubin opened for him. And that sucked. Because Dave Rubin was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the you know, there's certain... It was before he went, like, total, like blaze tv money so he was just kind of being like a he's doing like glenn greenwald matt taibbi like centrism he's like there are certain people that uh, don't want us having these conversations like uh honk your horn if you're if you're if you're a conservative and the whole auditorium is basically conservative he's like honk your horn if you're if you're left if you're a left winger and i go boo like the only guy to like stand up <laughs> fuck you I'm like, Jesus, God, this is terrible. Um, all right, all right, we're going to do the right fielder. But the thing that, like, stuck out to me most about that, I, uh, at one point, like, stood up and and for, like, ten minutes, because Peterson is so boring to listen to, I just scanned the crowd, and I am looking at everyone's face. It is odd. I get it. I count it. My rough estimate out of, like, the... 10,000 people there. I saw two black guys. That was all I saw. <laughs> and mostly just white dudes. Just mostly white dudes. So, okay. Top right fielders. It's top right fielders episode. Top right fielders yeah. brought to you by the Lance Berkman Heritage Foundation. <laughs> Don't hit the ball gay. Hit the ball straight. Lance Berkman's got your back. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I'm on one on Lance Berkman. I just found, like, these, like, Houston articles where he was like, yeah, we can't let queers into the bathroom because uh, they'll touch people. And they asked him that in 2015, and despite all the backlash he got, he doubled down on it. He went back for seconds, and he quoted it again in, like, 2017. So I don't know why he's in my crosshairs right now. But I don't know. Let's do some happy stuff. Um, Nick's not here. Yeah. Should we? Who wants to do Nick's list? Do his list. Yeah. Um, shall we? You have to do it like Nick. Yeah. Who... Again, you have to do his, his voice. Yeah. Ryan, do you want to do the honors? Uh, do that. Do it in the face of that Joe Tory. That Joe. T- <laughs> <laughs> Just Joe. 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 Uh... Joe Tory. Tune it in to 69.420 FM. The bust. We got Joe Tory coming on. Joe, what's your top right fielders going into 2023? Uh, this is Nick's list. Um... It's even more Ryan sounding. <laughs> I was reading it and I realized he doesn't have a Met on here. He doesn't. Um, this is uh, the part in Glorious Bastards where Brad Pitt goes, Bongiorno. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Italian noises. All right, um, honorable mentions: Max Kepler, Manuel Margot. Oh. So those are his Anis. Um Starting at number ten. Number ten. Taylor, we have uh, Taylor Ward. Ain't bad. Uh, number nine, Seiya Suzuki. Yeah. Number eight, we have Mitch the Bitch Haniger. Hmm. Uh, number seven, we have Teoscar Hernandez. 
Number six, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Oh, man, I wonder what his five is going to be. Certainly not dumb. Um, it is Lars Newt <laughs> Okay. We have Kyle Tucker coming at number four. We have Mookie Betts at three. Juan Soto at two. And Aaron Judge at one. At least he got the number one right. Yeah. Okay, before I think we can, he got three, two, one right. Before we go on, do any of you motherfuckers have New Far in your top ten? I, 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 I might. No. You might, huh? No, I got him. I have him as an honorable. I think honorable is. I just, think. I think the last three on my list are. Not great, so he's in. Okay. There. Okay. If you say ten or nine, even eight, all right, that is that's more defendable defensible than he's better than Ronald Acuna Jr. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't. Who, who many many argue that he will be the best. Like, he will be the number one by the end of the year. Like, the number one baseball Ever. player. No, he's going to win an MVP. Cardinals Nation, okay? <laughs> we love Lars Newtbar. On our website, we have devoted so so many so many words to talking about how cool he is. We think he's awesome right now. Get Stop fucking hyping him up this way, okay? You're doing the same shit with Jordan Walker. You're doing it with Lars. Lars is going to be good. He's not going to be... All right, I'm saying this, so it's going to happen. Do you fuckers... Do, do you think he's going to post a... Ni- you fucking, you fucking fuckers. fuckers ever just jump out of the wall? Do you think he's going to post a 900 OPS, guys? I know I'm taking this out on you, but, like, to people I trust. Yeah. Ryan, Josh... 780. Is, I, okay, I, I think, think 780. I can see it. I think low 800. Okay. He hits the ball He hits hard. the ball motherfucking hard. I see him between like 780, 820. Okay? And you know what that will net you? A decent career. He will be above average to good. I could tell you um, there are four or five other right fielders who hit the ball pretty hard like that with similar results, if not better ones. Okay? Lars Newtbar is going to be a average... Um, contact hitter with above average power and good eye. And because of that, he's going to be above average to good right fielder. If everyone's excited about that level of production, we are, we are on team Lars here. Okay. If he somehow becomes a perennial MVP candidate, I will eat every word from this podcast, but he's not, he's fucking not. Let's drop it. Okay. I, I, Stop with the new bar height. It, now it's starting to wear on me. I mean, do it to troll like barstool assholes, but like he top fucking five, top five. <laughs> I mean that because I love Nick and I love Lars Newt Bar, but um, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Here, I'm here, here. Let me. Oh, go ahead and finish your point. I'll do my list and we can dunk on that. I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm hearing you, but my <laughs> lizard brain is looking 
My lizard brain is looking at the baseball savant, and it's a it's a lot it's of, a red, lot of Tom. red. It's a it's a <laughs> lot. I don't. I barely see any white. It's a lot of red. It's so yeah. much red. It's oh man. So much fu- fucking. So much fucking red, baby. So much fucking so much red. red. This is what we. Oh, <laughs> his sprint speed. He's gonna he's gonna steal bases too, man. He's. Man. He might be a. <laughs> He's projected to steal six he bases. Might... Chill out. Chill. Relax. Take a deep breath. Mm. With these big bases, With these though. Bigger bases. He could just lay down. <laughs> bigger bases. Yeah. This is just your friendly reminder that I'm the only one on this podcast that doesn't really like Newt Bar that much. Like I would, oh, yeah, well, I would have traded him in a heartbeat yeah. this offseason. Um, let me check something real so, quick on Newt Bar's uh, metrics. They like fuck. Our fan base loves fucking silly names, a la Sotaguchi, like shit like that. We God just like uh, even his Jeremy Hazelbaker. Even his fucking sprint speed like, is red. Large new bar forty forty season yeah. confirmed. Damn it. So, um. Okay. Actually, before we move on to Steelman Knicks, maybe top five. The shift being regulated, um, that will benefit Lars. Lars is. A dead motherfucking pole hitter, especially with his power. So, um, if he is going to have a pop-off season, it is going to be this year. So, okay. Now that my blood pressure's high, um, Ryan, would you like to go next? Yes. I'm going to lead this off with, um, I've used a few players at other left field and center field. There's also a few I took out because I think there might be DHs and not um, right fielders. So, like, Teoscar Hernandez, I'm, I'll probably put him in my DH list. Um, that's fine, yeah. Uh, so, that's where I think I have a few less guys in mine. I do want to put, I forgot to put Fernando Tostis Jr. Because um, I think they said he's going to play right field. Oh, shit. I'll probably just put I him forgot in my, to put him in, too. I will, I will probably just put him in short stops for the sake of this until I actually see him play right field. Um, so yeah, so Soto's not in my list. I put him in left field. Teoscar's not in my list. Um, and I'm trying to think. There's just somebody else that I did not put. Oh, Taylor Ward was in my left field list as well. Okay. Okay. Going forward. Here we go. My Ani mentions. I got Kepler... And I have Austin Meadows. Okay. I've liked Austin Meadows. I wish, I hope he can come back. He's just been not very good the past two years. But he had, like three years ago, he had a really, really awesome he, uh, season he for me. He is great. And this is just a fantasy. He, he's great for baseball because he uh, should remind everyone that there are hardworking scouts in the Pirates organization uh, but unfortunately, um, they are scouting uh, players that would just play for other teams. Is what it is. So, Austin Meadows, one of those poor guys. Um, he wasn't that bad in 2021. He was just fucking. Yeah, he was just chewed up last year. He'll bounce back. Yeah. yeah. He was like I had him in fantasy like it was it three or four years ago where he had like a pretty he had an above average season and. T- and he smashed like thirty something home yeah, runs. Yeah, twenty nineteen at a nine twenty two or nine yeah, nine twenty two OPS and thirty three taters. Yeah, he's yeah. tight. 
And I was like, this is the next, this is the coming. And it, it hasn't been great yeah. since. Um, all right, my list. Uh, I guess certif- certified racist. <laughs> Number 10, Hunter Renfro. <laughs> One hundred uh, worst fans confirmed racist. <laughs> Based on some random post on Reddit, we we came. I talk studios with this breaking news. Hey, I'm pretty sure that Nick, if Nick was here right now, he'd back me up because I think he's the one who first shared this news with us, like way back in the group chat. Hey, maybe he did. Um, Nick also said the Brewers were using buzzers to cheat too. So, uh, well, hey, um, broke clocks, you know. Yeah. Okay. Conti- well, aren't was it they came out this week too that the Dodgers were probably using a, a cheating yeah, system? Yeah, that's there's a report on and that, that same time. Oh well, I'm just let them cheat. Let that's them cool. fucking cheat. Right. Let them do steroids. Yeah, man. Do you think that that was that was their compromise? Like, if you guys stop cheating, we'll make the big the bases bigger. All right. <laughs> if you stop. <laughs> Wait a minute. Before you continue, we list, know that's what you want. What was the bit you and I were doing that killed me? It made me lose my mind. What was it? You and the big bases thing. Wait. What was you and the big bases thing? Oh my my <laughs> kid. My kid won't go to games every time I come home. Father. And try to pry him away from his video game. To, <laughs> yeah, that's to what it a, was. A little ball game with Father, me. Father, I would have loved to have gone to the game, but they made the bases so damn big. <laughs> or was it that they were small? It's like, Father, if they made the bases. They were yeah. small. Yeah, yeah, he, he wanted will. them bigger. I cannot. The son wanted them <laughs> The bigger. bases are too small, Father. I don't know what's happening and where the runners are going. I cannot see them. If they were, If they were at least... Two to four inches larger, I could, I could see the bases from the Budweiser Terrace commune section. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good bit. Um, all right, your list. Sorry. Did I do Mitch Hanniger number nine? Yeah. Racist um, name. Eight. Anthony Santander. Yeah. Um, seven. Mm-hmm. This is where I have. Lars and in charge. Ooh. Lars Newtbar. Yeah. I mean, you have a better excuse than Nick. Six. You, like, dumped out, like, three guys. So. Um, six, I got Starly Marte. Cool. Five, I have Seiya Suzuki. Four, I have Kyle Tucker. Three, Mookie Betts. Two, Ronald Acuna Jr. Mm-hmm. And one, um, one Aaron Judge. Oh, yay! Wow. Shocker, the guy with eleven WAR. Yeah, <laughs> last year. Yeah, apparently hitting sixty <laughs> homers. Santander's a good pick. Um, I like that one. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. If uh, anybody I play fantasy baseball with listens to this, I will be targeting Santander and fantasy baseball um, in the late rounds. Santander. So. He had 30 homers, didn't he? Yeah. He's a switch. He's switch hitter, right? I think. Um, What about Andrew Vaughn? I have him at first base. He'll be at first base. base. I was thinking about including him as like an honorable or as a... I I think he played last year because they had Abreu, but he'll be playing most of the first base. Yeah, now that he's gone. 
Giants. Man, if they had a Brayu, Pakoda would have the White Sox winning 90 games for sure. Do you take any umbrage with that list, Josh? Aside from uh, um, Larson in charge at seven. Yeah, I mean, I'm at least glad it's not top five for Lars. Um, my my main thing is that like I'm kind of doing my list differently, so it's not me taking issues with Ryan. It's just like, oh, mine's different because I'm not like I'm gonna have overlap on like DH spots. I'm trying to not do it for the outfield, so I'm not listing anyone I've previously listed similar to Ryan. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, and and like like I'm counting Soto as a right fielder. That's where I've always seen him play. Yeah, me too. So, until uh, right. things are different there. So. Yeah, I'm also just randomly throwing Dalton Varsho in in this mix because I don't know where the fuck he's going to play, and I'm like, well, he's going to get play left or one right outfield. Yeah, he's going to play left or right field. Yeah, he's not. He's not like playing right. catcher ever again. I hope we look back on it, Josh, and you have Dalton Varsho at every slot, like he's in every top ten. <laughs> he's a chameleon. I just love. I just love him. I love Darton Vulture. Yeah. Okay. I did put up Brennan Donovan in my list. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I guess that means I should go since Tom Tom always likes to finish all of like, the Isn't that right, guys? I like to finish out my boys, Joshua and Ryan. <laughs> They've been good boys all year. Uh, all right. So, uh, honorable mentions. I got uh, Varsho. Uh, Taylor Ward and Newt. So, um, number 10, um, Anthony Santander. Uh, number nine, T. Oscar Hernandez. Number eight, Starling Marte. Um, number seven, Cardinals legend, Adolis Garcia. Oh. Um, mm. number six, Kyle Tucker. Um, number five, George Springer. Uh, and then, Four, three, two, and one. It's uh, Acuna, Mookie, Juan Soto, and Aaron Judge. Why'd you put Springer in right field? So I just felt. Why the like fuck it. did you do that? Because I hadn't. Who's playing center? I huh? him Is it Dalton Varsho playing center? Wait, did <laughs> I put him in? I did not put Springer in my left or my center field list, so he had to go uh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No, he had to go somewhere, like a position he doesn't fucking play, right, Josh? I mean, I'm pretty sure I pulled George Springer from one of those MLB lists, too. And in fan graphs, when I clicked right field, he was definitely in that oh, top Oh, here, ten. let me go. Well, so, I want you to know, they put anyone there who plays a game there. That's why you got to have... Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, no, no, no. Hold on, no, hold on. We're all, we, 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 we have successfully and <laughs> verified that Hunter Renfro is big racist McGee. Um, we also have to, you know, verify where does George Springer play... Um, he plays, uh, oh, look at that. I uh, mean, he does play there. I didn't say he plays majority there. He played, um, about in terms of defense, 737 innings in the outfield. Um, he played 59 of them in right. Field. Oh, so shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you have to say? Well, for, what do you have good 59 innings. Are you happy? I didn't list him anywhere else. What is he going on? Put down. AOC is putting George Springer <laughs> in right field instead of in center field where he belongs. The left, the le- the left field is coming for your center fielders, and the right has no say in it. What is going on? Okay. Other other than that, other than that one, I mean, it's solid. You know, 
You put effort into yeah. it. You're good. You're a good boy. You get some cro- – oh, Thanks, I forgot Dad. to mention. What we're going to use half of uh, your investments uh, to our 120 listeners, we're going to use it uh, on Crumble Coin. So, yeah. 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 And yeah. A lith- also an NFT. We're working on one of those. I'm working on one in Canva right yeah. now. Um, I'm going to sell. We're trying to get an NFT made by uh, made by someone who isn't a Nazi, but there's for some reason it's a really hard find with all these bored uh, ape yacht club guys out there. Apparently, a lot of them are Nazis. So, um, yeah, we're just gonna have to make one ourselves. So, uh, Ryan, how how so it? much gold, so little I, time? I think we should make. Scary Fredbird Kids Club and It's Scary Fredbird not at the ballpark. Only one Fredbird. If he finds you, he gets your keys and money. Or else he's a bird. He doesn't have to obey the law, folks. Okay. He also has the key to every suite. <laughs> Scary Fredbird night extends through until just... <laughs> until midnight tonight. That's right. Nobody's safe. <laughs> Make sure you walk in pairs back to your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What do you think, Ryan? You had something? What'd you have? You sweet boy. No, I was just gonna quote. I think he should leave as if he was a chunky. <laughs> You're supposed to figure out what you do, Scary Fredbird. <laughs> it's a chunky. <laughs> scary Fredbird. <laughs> fucking blasting like five heaters. <laughs> He's giving himself a tattoo. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Tom's list. Um. I'm going to bump Taylor Ward out of the top ten and put Tatis Jr. in this. Cause, uh, Fuck him. Yeah. Punk-ass bitch. He is a punk-ass bitch, but he's going to be good. So He's got fucking ringworm. <laughs> uh, t- <laughs> Taylor Ward, uh, Seiya Suzuki, um, Adolis Garcia, uh, Santander, and just to piss Nick off, uh, Nick Cassianos are my honorable mentions. <laughs> or uh, Whit Merrifield would be another one, too. There's uh, the, it, Right field's a little, got more depth. Um, top ten, we're going to go with, uh, start off with Starlin Marte, Teoscar Hernandez, Dalton Varsho, Ronald Acuna Jr., Fernando Tatis Jr., Kyle motherfucking Tucker, Mookie Betts, Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, and Aaron Judge. Well, you had, yeah, way more people in it than I counted as... Isn't Bryce going to be, like, gone half the year? An injury? And he'll only play DH when yeah. he gets back. And you got Tommy John, right? I thought he got TJ... Or, I thought he got the TJ earlier last season, though. So he's gonna like come back like halfway. I thought through. he. I thought he got it after. I thought he got it after let the me World look Series. That up. And he'll be able. Yeah, I think you're. He'll right. be able to yeah, hit. Yeah, let me look that up. I think you're right. He's gonna be able to hit, but not throw. So he can only uh, play yeah, DH for. Right. Yeah, it was November. Yeah, that's right. He's, me and Ryan. Yeah. Me and Ryan have flipped the tables. Oh no! Yeah. Oh. What a shitty fucking oh, list. Little Tom. did you know? Yeah. Put fucking Hold Bryce on. Harper in it. You know that. I taught Bryce Harper to throw with his other hand, so he will be playing right field this year. 
after being coached by the greatest baseball teacher in the world, Tom Cook, ladies David and Wells. gentlemen. Oh. oh, in that case, kick uh, Bryce same, Harper same. up and put Taylor Ward as number 10. Then. So there we go. There's the list. So I guess that, yeah, I guess Harper will just be, I guess, my number one or number two DH then. So um, if Soto goes to left field, ah, all we need to know is get the number one right, and that's Aaron Judge, and we all got that. You know, we did the bare minimum to get yeah. the bronze achievement in Red Dead on this one, okay? We got enough headshots. Aaron Judge is number one. Indeed. Yeah. I was thinking. Um, hey, can we do our uh, meme of the week? Segment? Oh, yeah. Um, Josh is yeah, going to get But, uh, yeah, so um, do you want to go ahead and play that video? I know it's kind of old news, but I think every listener of ours should hear that. Was and it the, oh, is it the AI? We, oh, yeah. The and one? we would not know about this if it weren't for Richie, fan of the pod, Richie, for uh, sharing that Richie with Richie P., everyone, he shared this with us. It made yeah. Josh laugh so hard uh, that I have to, we, we have to do meme of the week, so... Um, here we go. Let's get it going. It's a new segment. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Hold on. I'm just going to pause it and rewind. All right. Here we go. AI art. Has it gone too far or just far enough? I think, uh, we, I think we're going just the right speed. The brand new burger you can fuck. This burger is better than sex. You can fuck this burger. Only at Burger King you can stick your dick in this burger. Your balls will explode, guaranteed. You can come inside, outside, and all over the new Burger King burgers. This burger will make your skin soft and your asshole tight. Our estrogenizing burgers will give you tits the size of basketballs. And that's no cap. That's your way at Burger King, where your stupid asshole gets fucked six ways from Sunday. Boy, I want I want some Burger King right now. I like the term estrogenizing. I can't even say it. Uh, a fucking estrogen estrogenized burgers are affronts to to the glory that is God and all that is right in traditional masculine hierarchies. Yes, that is. Um, thank you, Richie. Um, hey, thank to you. add on to that meme of the week. Um, the Burger King guy's getting a lot of love. Um, um, yeah. Uh, there's another one they did. So it was at, it was during the uh, um, during the Super Bowl. Super Bowl national anthem. And uh, oh yeah, when Chris Stapleton okay, just crushing yeah. it on the on the old Super Bowl. That guy crying. Yeah, Nick's yeah Nick Sirianni's like a humongous girl for that. Uh, that's that sucked. That was dumb. Yeah, was he crying? You think because of the moment, or was he just like, I just fucking love freedom so goddamn I just much. Love oh god! Holy shit. Um, <laughs> uh, this is Chris Stapleton just crushing it. Um, so uh, yeah, give me one sec. Uh, what is going on? This is the new. The national anthem, Yeah, he's right? singing the national anthem, and everyone got emotional, but that's stupid. Twitter sucks now. Um, I mean, it's always kind of sucked, but uh, anyway. I, this is... Another thing that Twitter sucks, I'm just going to bitch about it for a second. So I, like, follow you guys, but also get notifications for everybody who tweets in here. Yeah. It'll oh, give okay. me a notification now, like, that you tweeted, but then when I go into, like, my like notifications and click on it, 
it won't show me the tweet you just put. Huh. You just sent. So then I'll have to go to your page. I the same for and... you. It just says that you're vulnerable right now. Is what. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm supposed to respond. Anyway, here's my meme. No, you had a you had a tweet today. Yeah, here. One second, because Ryan had a banger today, and I don't want to forget. Oh, Ryan? Um, yeah, Ryan always has bangers. Yeah. Yeah, but this one was especially a banger. Um, good God, what is your name now, Ryan? It's not Drunk Mike Show. No, it's just um, it's Budweiser. Yeah. Budweiser. Bro. Yeah, it's Budweiser. I need to change it to Spring Training, bro. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Okay. Uh <laughs> oh, I'm writing the script for Moneyball <laughs> I didn't too. See that one. It's not going to be for nerds. There will be a 100% more pussy <laughs> getting this one. And then, and then before that, you had if you don't like Packy Naughton, please kiss, please visit kissmyass.com and use promo code <laughs> stupid ass, you freaking idiot. <laughs> every every fan base needs a wint, and Ryan would be perfect for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's mine. This is the national anthem that was played at the Super Bowl. This is Chris Stapleton Shred, and this is why Nick Cerrone cried. Whopper, 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 Anyway, that was mine. That made me laugh. Um, fun fact. Uh, we're, we're going to sue Chris Stapleton because... Uh, he was slurring our buddy Nick and his people throughout that entire song. Yeah, yep. Can't say that. The can't say time. that. Nope. Can't say that. You, sir. Did you guys see uh, Did you guys see Patrick Mahomes didn't know what uh, rebuild means? What? Mm. He has like a clip of him and somebody, he's like celebrating the Super Bowl today. But it's just him saying, I don't know what rebuilding means. And then they just cut off the rest of the clip. <laughs> I saw the one where Kelsey was talking shit on uh, saying no one gave us a chance. I'm like, I get it. You know, I remember like preseason rankings. People were like, man, the AFC West is going to be awesome. And then like after three weeks, we're like, oh, no, this is still the same sorry ass AFC West. Never mind. Um, but like, yeah. I'm like, I think everyone kind of got on the bandwagon that you guys were really good about, about three or four weeks in. So, you know, maybe lay off a little bit on that one, man. I think, you know, Vegas bet it for you guys to win. Okay. So I, I think you, I think we're all good. I think we're all, that's what happens in a Super Bowl when the two best teams meet, you know, you don't really know who's going to win. So it, sometimes it's just a coin toss. Okay. So, um, I don't know. We got anything else? Are we are we gonna fuck someone tonight? Let's let's go. Oh, we have we, we have one thing to mention way. is uh, Mazalak is gonna be here another three years. Yeah. So uh, um, Mo got a uh, got an extension. Everyone loves that, especially so, our Italian co-host who couldn't be here. Um, why'd you have to should mention we, Italian? We... There's more to Nick than that. Yeah. Also, it's a big yeah. wiener. Uh, yeah, big dick big Nick. Big dick Nick. Uh, Frankie Montas is done for the year, so I guess Moe's, hey, you know, Moe's a genius. So. He is mother, as he the kids say. He is mother Moe. 
and he's got mother's milk is what he's got. All right. Um, who are we fucking tonight? I said we fuck the mo fuck haters. Fuck the mo haters. So, uh, oh, you wait before we do it. Uh, I forgot to touch on this before we leave. Um, arbitration. We're going to arbitration with uh, Ryan Helsley. Club wants to pay him like just over two million, and he wanted a a measly little three million dollars. So pay him. Pay him. He's worth it, right? Like yeah. the Brewers, like uh, Shaft it. They won their arbitration against Corbin Burns over like $700,000. And, uh, you know, to briefly do this before we decide to fuck the bases and whatnot, um, arbitration is theft. It is wage theft like everything else in MLB. Um, Ryan Helsley was worth about $16 million in production for his labor last year. Corbin Burns the past two seasons has provided about $90 million. So, I don't know. They, they should be paid. Anyway, you say fuck the bases, Ryan? I would, I would, I would essentially ah! fuck the bases. Yes. Oh, it's like Big Spoon, Little Spoon. Are you Big Base or Little Base? Ooh, I'm, I'm a Big <laughs> base. base. I'm a Big Bear of a Base. Big Base, you know what I mean? you, sweetie. <laughs> big Base. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, fuck the bases, essentially. Uh, we love you all. Have a good one. Have a good night, folks.